Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin, and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Take my hand, come with me. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 24 where we're going to look at the spiritual openings that come in having a connection to the Prophet Muhammad peace and blessings be upon him and the life that comes to our hearts through his example. So in this episode we're going to look at the importance of choosing our heroes and the importance of the prophetic way. And what do we mean by the prophetic way, the sunnah, when we say the prophetic way? Because a lot of people have different understandings of that. And lastly, we'll look at this tension between guidance versus control and how the prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, uh, reacted and acted in different circumstances that always showed the importance of guidance versus control over dominance and over control. So to begin looking at how we choose our heroes, we as human beings, we thrive on stories. And you see this in the selling of books and the love of stories even from a young age, that stories teach us lessons without having to spell things out. And that we as human beings, we really put the lessons together through stories in ways that we might not as naturally understand or put together if someone tells us, do X, Y, and Z. This is what you need to do. And I think that's why it's beautiful that the Qur'an is full of stories of prophets and messengers and righteous people and stories that um, are meant to make us think and inspire us spiritually and inspire us to make changes in our lives. So ask yourself, what, what stories do you identify with in your life? What stories fill your mind and your heart uh, and fill you up in, in internally? Uh, who is your role model and who is your hero? What are the stories that really speak to you on the deepest level? And just as there are many beautiful stories in the world and uplifting stories, it's something that also is used by people who want to spread immorality or misguidance, that they also use stories to get those messages across. So not all stories are necessarily good or spiritually beneficial. So that's why it's important for us to really think about that and understand who are we letting into our lives? What stories do we let into our lives? And this is why it's also very important to dedicate time, especially in this time of confusion, to learn about the life and characteristics of the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him. His life gives us spiritual openings. And that brings us to the next point of the prophetic way, the sunnah. What is the prophetic way? Uh, Habib Umar mentions in his book, The Kingdom of the Heart and Limbs, which we're continuing with, the sublime character of the Prophet during the conquest of Mecca. And the conquest of Mecca in Arabic, Fath Mecca, is one of the most significant moments, arguably, in human history. According to Muslims, it's one of the most significant period. But I think even others 
would really identify and uh, understand the lessons that occurred in this. It's one of the most significant things that has ever occurred. And in the conquest of Mecca, we really see the principles that we should have in times of difficulty and in times of victory. And the Prophet ﷺ, after 20 years of continuously being harmed by the Meccans, he finally conquers Mecca. And when God gives him the upper hand, when the tables are turned, we really see what it's all about. We really see who he is and what his priorities are. And it's good to ask this question, is it about control when he takes over? Is it about dominance? Does he humiliate the people? Does he gloat over them? Does he try to get revenge? And one of the companions who wasn't entirely sure how the Prophet ﷺ would react and how he would treat the Meccans in this situation, he recognized that the Prophet ﷺ had been continuously harmed by these people for 20 years. So he said to the head of the, the Meccans, today is the day of slaughter. And the Prophet ﷺ corrected him and let him understand that that's not what it's about. That is not what it's about. Especially in today's world, I just got news of what happened in Istanbul when someone uh, attacking an airport, a place where so many just regular people are, and that they somehow think that they're doing God's work. It's not about dominance. It's not about slaughter. It's not about hurting people. It's about guidance. And the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, he said to him, today is the day of mercy. And when the leader of the Meccans, when he saw the Prophet ﷺ conquer Mecca, and he saw how much things had changed, that they had tried to push out the Prophet, uh, you know, years before, and that he left Mecca, and he came back 10 years later and conquered Mecca, he said, Muhammad has become a great king. And the Prophet's uncle, Al-Abbas, he replied and he said, he's not a king, but this is prophethood. This is a sign that God is with him. He's not coming here to be a king, and he's not coming here to conquer, but this is a sign that God is with him, and that God's promise is true, and that he is a prophet and, an, and a messenger. And that brings us to the final point about guidance versus control. And as I mentioned about Istanbul, and just so many things that we see in the news, and it's really important that we don't overexpose ourselves to bad news because that just really brings us down and doesn't give us any practical ways of making things better. But if you look at the world today, it's pretty scary. You see a lot of hate, bigotry, and even bloodshed. People even going to the point of attacking and harming other human beings. And you see that people are both fearful and very angry. And these are both emotions that can bring about really ugly things if they're not directed properly and that they're not balanced out. And a lot of people, you know, people who are on the the receiving side of bigotry, they really think that if they just had the power that they could actually do things better and that they could right all of the wrongs. But the ego is a very tricky thing. The nefs is very tricky. If the tables were turned, would they really be better? Would they really be just? Or would they be uh, uh, inclined 
to revenge. And in this world where there are serious problems and there is oppression, that this example of the Prophet ﷺ in the conquest of Mecca teaches us that it's not about revenge, that when we do have the upper hand, that we have to be very careful and we have to guide people to goodness. And when the Prophet ﷺ had the chance to actually be vengeful, he chose to forgive. And that is not easy. But it proves to us that this is not about ego, but rather it is about justice, goodness, and giving people a second chance to get right with God. And when the Prophet ﷺ was given a chance, and we believe that God told him, I will make you either a prophet and a king, or a prophet and a servant, that the Prophet Muhammad chose to be a servant. Why? Because if he was a king, then people would feel forced to listen to him. People would be scared of him and feel like they have to listen to him just so that they don't get in trouble. And he didn't want people to just be forced into doing things. He wanted people to believe. He wanted people to have the chance to sincerely connect to their creator. And he knew that if he was a prophet and a servant, that he would be closer to the people and that he would have the chance to win them over with love and beautiful character, which he did beautifully and successfully. Peace and blessings be upon him. So that brings us to the call to action. It is so important that we learn about the Prophet Muhammad. I guarantee you, I guarantee it, that if you learn about him, so much of the confusion that you might be going through seeing what's going on in the world and many things that are often done in the name of Islam that when you learn about the Prophet Muhammad you will be empowered to know right from wrong and truth from falsehood. So the call to action is after Ramadan read one book about the life of the Prophet Muhammad Just dedicate a little bit of time to learning about him and the major events that occurred in his life and his beautiful and sublime character. And I would highly recommend, it's an older book, but I think it's beautiful, uh, Muhammad Based on the Earliest Sources by Martin Lings. And I'll put a, a link to that in the show notes. And for this reason, and I'm not just trying to plug this in, but I really believe that this is so important. This is one of the most important things that we can do in this day and age, is letting people know who the Prophet Muhammad really is. We also started another podcast called Mercy FM, and we'll put a link to that in the show notes as well, where we're going to share stories from the example of the Prophet Muhammad about mercy. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us openings in our beautiful uh, character and in attaining beautiful character and in following the life of the Prophet Muhammad and his sublime example, and that we are sources of healing and nobility and reconciliation and goodness in such a broken and scarred world.